Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? This millennial's journey through the thrill of second world of 1980s mom and pop stunt derbies. Yes, you heard me right. I'm Jay McCain, and with me is my brother from another mother, Aaron Hubbard. How you doing, Aaron? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be talking Slamming Sammy Stunt Show Spectacular. <laughs> when I saw that title, that, that's a title. That's a title that marches off the TV Guide page. <laughs> Punches you in the face and demands you to sit down and, and give them their out your hour. It's yeah, it's true. It 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 promises thrills. It promises perhaps even chills. <laughs> I just so, love how unabashedly this show is just. Do you like watching cars do stunts yeah. and motorcycles yeah. do stunts? Like, cause cause like out of the five episodes we've seen, right? Three point five of them have involved those things in various combinations. <laughs> Pretty much cars driving around in rural California. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of kickbacks or something. Like the producers are buying like cars that were used by the mob to destroy on the set. I was thinking if if you remade like Dukes of Hazard right now with all the Georgia film credits, you could like make a more authentic Dukes of Hazard with actual authentic Georgia back roads. (laughs) And corrupt a- Georgia cops. Now, I don't know if you get away the General Lee on a Dodge car nowadays. Like that might be problematic. No, but- no. For the new generation, it would be a Pride flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. General Lee jumping over the rain with the rainbow on the hood. Yeah, I can well, get behind it, it would that. Be, it would be called the Harvey Milk. Those colors don't run. <laughs> uh, they do jump several muddy gorges, though, uh, yes. and bridges bridges out in Hazard County. Uh, what did you what sure. what do you think of slamming slamming Sammy? Um, this was a fun episode. It's kind of got everything, and it's almost like they remade the pilot, some of the intrigue from the pilot, but made it faster, more concise. And then, yeah, there's that drifting on two wheels thing that that I think we mentioned before, which we mm-hmm. learned the name of skiing skiing i don't know if i love that i yeah why is it skiing because like a normal car is more skiing because it's on like <laughs> you yeah. Know, yeah yeah two yeah straight lines yeah yeah I, I thought the same thing like skiing is more like skating or you call it uh hopping hopping on one uh, yeah it's it's it's, it's hard. i would maybe call it snaking mm. rattlesnaking mm. diamond backing Driving on two wheels—that's what I Driving think. Driving on two of the four wheels. Yeah, I guess that doesn't that 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 could also embrace wheelies and stoppies. But uh, outside of Fast and Furious movies, those are hard to find in cars. Hard to find a car yeah. and pull a wheelie. So all sorts of stunts in this episode. And uh, oh, I just do want to mention because bef- before I had mentioned you can watch. If you want to watch along at home, you can watch on NBC But there's tons of commercials. Forget I said that. Scrap it. Write it down on a piece of paper and throw it in the garbage for me because you can instead watch it on Roku.com completely ad free. It's brilliant. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. I've got that. I've got access to Roku. 
I don't even pay for Roku in any capacity. I just made an account and then I can watch it for free. So it's not a bad service. This is not a paid endorsement <laughs> in any way. <laughs> You mentioned something about um, when we were, uh, you said you asked me if I'd seen it and I had said no. And you're like, uh, the Hoff is a toddler stuck in a hunk's body. And yes. they really did. He, he really does channel like a 13 year old boy's energy and a 33 year old man. I would even go younger because he barely has any, he has this like passive sex appeal, but like women just kind of occur to him. A 13 year old would be like all over those yeah, women, you know? Yeah. But with I, I thought tools. it was weird, like how he was shy with Bonnie this episode. He was. Yeah. He, he this didn't is know how new, to open, you know? Yeah. New character arc is that he's terrible with the women that he's actually interested in. Ah, uh, he's he's got uh, easy facility with the ones he's not. Although he is I, interested in every woman he's seen. Like, <laughs> well, they all those because they're all attractive women. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You keep you know you run into hotties all day long. Then what are you gonna do? This this family. Uh, so I said it was a mom and pop stunt derby. It's just um, a pop and pop. But it's just pop. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah. is no mom. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she died on a motorcycle accident. That would have been better pathos for the story arc coming up. Anyway. Is this the, is it the second time we've seen a father kind of like leer uh, appreciatively at, at at the Hoff moving in on his daughter? Kind of like, yeah, go for it, boy. Break her like the wild horse she is. I thought there was something with the military. The, the well, her dad was dead, so I don't think it was oh, that's him. True. Maybe it was her. It was like the sergeant or yeah, something, the, or like, like the base had, commander. Yeah, the lieutenant colonel was kind of. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure but this one is full on, and I, I did want to bring that up. We could get to it later. Okay, we should, there, yeah, we, we yeah, should get, let's get into the. We details. should get into the episode proper. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. Here are the weekly highlights coming up this week on Bald Move. Apple TV is releasing a new series based on Blake Crouch's novel Dark Matter. Aaron and I are big fans of his work, so we're picking up the new show on day one. Join us this Wednesday for the preview podcast. The Shogun Limited series might be over, but that doesn't mean our Shogun coverage has to end. We've got the wrap-up podcast releasing this Tuesday, where we'll consider all your feedback and final thoughts on the series. And because we like the show so much, we decided to go all the way back to 1980 to cover the first TV adaptation of the novel. Do what you can to find a copy and join us this Thursday for the first of our four-part podcast in 1980 Shogun miniseries. And finally, the latest first-run movie, The Fall Guy, features Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling. He's a stuntman tasked with finding the star of his ex-girlfriend's movie when he suddenly goes missing. Is it a rom-com? Yes. Does that mean I'll automatically hate it? Not if the trailer lives up to its promise. Join us for the podcast on Bald Move Pulp this Thursday night. You can find these and many other great podcasts by searching for Bald Move Pulp or Bald Move Prestige in your favorite podcast app. Here are the highlights coming up this week on Bald Move. Our coverage of Hot D, Fire and Blood, and the 1980s Shogun miniseries continues. But then on Tuesday, for the first time in 35 years, we asked a question. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Hop aboard the train to Toontown as we revisit this incredible blending of live action and animation to see if it still holds up all this time later. Then on Wednesday, we get our first look at Blake Crouch's mind-bending sci-fi series, Dark Matter. First two episodes drop simultaneously on Apple TV Plus, and we'll have a pair of podcasts quantumly linked ready for you to observe. 
You can find these and many other great podcasts by searching for Bald Move Pulp or Bald Move Prestige in your favorite podcast app. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? We get like the, uh, and you had mentioned that in this day and age, they had to kind of sell um, to stay on the channel by mm-hmm. over explaining what the episode is to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the they shit show, out of it. yeah, they spoil the shit out of it with a bunch of like intrigue and like cool stunts and stuff, including a ring of fire jump, which was rather unimpressive. In my it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it starts off with, I still have it written down because I still feel like it, a complete banger of a theme song. Mm-hmm. It just gets me so excited to watch this show. It's like, it's. There's, I think it's 90% of the reason this show lasted four seasons, because people just <laughs> yeah. didn't want it off the air, you know? Uh-huh. All right, the theme, theme song's done. Should we switch the channel? I don't know. Maybe they'll play it later. <laughs> Let's keep watching. <laughs> so um, we have... Kit cruising in self-drive mode. I want to say I didn't get the chance to rewatch this, so I'm on a I'm on a one-watch mode right now. That's right, I got gotcha. you. So, I got gotcha. you. All right, all right. So Kit is cruising in self-driving mode, and which is just so funny. Every episode pretty much opens with Kit driving himself down the driveway and the Hoff doing something else. Where the whole like pilot was about like man versus machine. That's like new John Henry. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. will he allow the the machine to take over for him? That's all out the window now. Uh, Michael is um, happy to just lean back. Did you see what he was reading? He was reading. He's a reading book. a book. Yeah. He's reading the instruction manual for Kit, which is like what Devin begged him to do in the pilot. So it's like. He's getting yeah. around to it. He's like, I want to see, uh, you know, what, uh, what, what else? What, what do you do with you plug into the cigarette lighter? You know, like what? Kind yeah. Of- <laughs> or is it that, or is it like when I was a kid in my dad's truck, and all the entertainment I had was what was in the glove compartment, mm, <laughs> like, mm. the Kelly Blue Book. The- you'll, you'll also notice that like this show uses sequences like this to pad the runtime in the same way that like. Power Rangers use use extended transformation sequences to like uh, pad its yeah. runtime. Like you know, yeah, you see totally. some POV super cruising or just you know shots of Kit carving through valley, uh, uh, you know uh, yeah. canyons in the valley. Uh, they they do a bizarre run back of the you know uh, Night Rider monologue at the end of this episode. It's just like yeah, this is only forty three minutes. We needed forty eight. Uh, a bunch of beef be footage of Kit because he doesn't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason that these really needed to be forty plus minute episodes. No, no. Uh, they're just selling ad space, I guess. Um, so what happens is there's a there's a cop hidden in the foliage off the off the way, and he's got a radar gun, and it reads uh, it reads fifty five, and then he slaps it, and he goes up to the seventies, and he's like, "Ha ha, I've got you." Um, this this feeds in my. My my theory that as portrayed on this show, cops are either buffoons or corrupt, or mostly yeah. corrupt buffoons. Right. Uh, this guy's both. <laughs> yeah. What well, that did take a turn at some point where like cops have to be heroes in TV and movies now. Yeah. Uh, maybe like the cheesy stuff that I watch. Um. Oh yeah, and so I thought. I'm just reading from my notes. I thought this was a note to myself, but no, the cop does say, this sucker will make my quota. Yeah, he does. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so it's very explicit. And then, so, um, uh, Kit's like, why is that car chasing us? 
uh, which is funny because, you know, Kit knows he's not speeding. He's driving a perfect 55 at all times. However, David Hasselhoff has no seatbelt on. Like, you yeah, could no. be getting pulled over. No, no, no. <laughs> like, like Kit's shells molecularly bonded. Your skull's not, you idiot. Like, yeah. that's... I, I know you're wearing a cool leather jacket. I ain't gonna save you either, Hoff. Put your belt that's on, a, man. Yeah, it's sort of a brain inside of the football helmet. Exactly. <laughs> I also love how Kit immediately smokes out this cop. He's like, I mm -hmm. bet he's trying to pad out his quota. Like, yeah. Very well, well done. Well done, Kit. It made me think that uh, Kit is perhaps a libertarian mm. or perhaps a free traveler on the land. <laughs> you know, those guys. <laughs> yeah, that, sure, sure. <laughs> I think he might be a free traveler. Um. So, and then, so, like, you have basically infinite money, infinite fake IDs and stuff, but the Hoff is like, no way I'm going to get a, a, a ticket on my insurance, uh -huh. yeah. which makes no sense at all. And he hits, like, the turbo boosters and turbos out of there at 300 miles an hour. <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like this he, should be in the secret spy handbook of he, just, he, like... He says, we're only five miles to the county line. Now, speaking of Dukes of Hazzard... Right. Yeah. A staple of these 80s and 70s action shows, Chips, right. Dukes of Hazard, now Knight Rider, was obsession with county and state lines. Like, yeah. if, if you could fucking get to the state line of Nevada, Poncho uh -huh. and What's-His-Face were <laughs> fucked. If the Duke boys could get to the, the Hazard County line, Cletus was fucked. Like, I, I, as far as I'm aware, this has never been the case. Like, you no. can't. I, I, but I, it's kind of like, like with quicksand. Like, I'm like, oh, I know. This is like <laughs> useless. Like, d d d yeah, this is. I filled my head full of possibilities of running from the cops right. that just don't exist. I feel like um, New England would be a no man's land if oh that my were the God. case. Yeah, like Rhode Island, most lawless state. <laughs> yeah. You just have to drive 30 seconds free and clear. I think that's where Aaron Burr mur murdered uh, Hamilton because he could just get across the yeah. state line and is done. Yeah. Even on horseback, it was only like it's a minute right. and a half. That's right. That's right. The fucking Minutemen. That's, uh, that, that's why they called him that because they had exactly a minute to arrest someone before they could make it over the county line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been 59 seconds copper I'm gone oh man that is too funny um so oh I did write down it did look like the last cop that arrested me uh, it gave me a little bit of a flashback mm, mm. so we, we we fade to night manor which I think at some point we we're speculating might have been overseas but is definitely in California based off of the laws of this episode oh yeah um, Devin is playing indoor croquet by himself like in front do. of, in front of, speaking of things that came up a lot in the eighties, like in front of his priceless Ming vase, mm -hmm. <laughs> right behind him. A, a game of gentlemen and chivalry. Um, so Michael's going to get his next mission. And so the mission is basically this, a man named Sammy Phillips bought a racetrack and of course, Michael knows of him by day. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, his biggest he's customer. The, he's got the trading cards and stuff, <laughs> and he's a, he's a real basically evil Knievel, but for cars type of guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're following a man named Lawrence Blake who's committing some sort of insurance or mortgage fraud. And what he basically does is he partners with businesses and then destroys the business from the inside so they can liquidate it, and he cleans up on the liquidation. Yeah, yeah. 
as far as I could follow the plot. Yeah, he, he puts, he, yeah, it's, this is some low stakes financial crime that inexplicably has murder. <laughs> like, and also the, the foundation for law and government, like there's, I thought this was for people above the law. This is kind of like a slumlord for failing <laughs> businesses. Like, yeah, I'm pretty really- sure... I'm I'm pretty sure a good prosecuting attorney could just take this guy down. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you don't you don't need a supercar. <laughs> you don't need a you just need a you need a you need a CPA to take this guy down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not a man with nothing. A, a molecularly bonded Casio calculator would take this guy <laughs> down. No problem. And an overgrown toddler who's addicted to cheeseburgers. <laughs> um. So yes, yeah, I have written down just like I'm glad that Night Industries apparently cares so much about rinky-dink California racetracks and stunt shows. You know what I think? I think that Knight Rider is actually an elaborate make-a-wish fantasy that uh, Michael Knight is actually an eight-year-old boy. Oh, my God. And Devin is, like, setting up. This is, like, when they dress up the kid as Batman. But, like, for some (laughs) reason, the kid keeps surviving his treatments. They're like, Jesus Christ, we've got to keep this thing going. So Devin's like, you know what? There's something with mortgages and a stunt car. He's an old grandpa. He'll let you. Do- yeah. And so like we're seeing the eight year olds. We're seeing the eight year olds image of what a cool guy is. And that's that's the that's that's the only explanation. This kid just won't die. That's the right. doctor said he had two weeks left to live. and He's 38 now. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> this is the thirty. This is this is this twenty seventh season of Night Rider. Dear God, we're running out of things for him to do. Um. So, uh, Michael nails the, nails the croquet shot and leaves. It's like it always was a kids game. Mm-hmm. Um. So another toddler theory evidence. <laughs> He's great at this yard game. That's true. Kids. That's true. Uh. So now we fade to the track exterior. Um, then interior, uh, where Sammy is using a big old calculator to tally up his debts, and, uh, oh yeah, and his, his whiny son comes in to talk. I kind of regret calling him a whiny son now, <laughs> but at that point, he felt really whiny. Uh, he wants to do his cool new motorcycle stuff where he does a headstand on his bike, and Sammy is not having it. I gotta say that, uh, his, his boy gives me big hot rod vibes. Like he's he's one ridiculous fake mustache away from being. He's got the jumpsuit. He's got the like over earning. He's got the like cool stunts that are like I, I don't know. Maybe this was state of the art in the eighties, but like it yeah. takes a little bit more than getting than than uh, riding no hands on your knees yeah. on a motorcycle to yeah, like pack, a, pack the stands, yeah. you know. Do a T pose on a, while kneeling on a on a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, spoiler alert: a lot of the stunts are kind of lackluster. But I do believe like they probably were a big deal back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. But like I said about um, skiing, driving on two wheels before, I've seen a ton of YouTube videos of guys in Dubai doing this in Land Rovers. That's and, true. Like, That's true. And change, changing a tire mid. <laughs> They do some crazy shit over there in the land of expensive cars and free gasoline. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, We also now enters a a perky young blonde woman uh, wearing a tank top (laughs) and no bra. I think bras were outlawed on the set Mm -hmm. of Knight Rider. Uh, I don't know if that was in David Hasselhoff's Rider (laughs) (laughs) or what. Um, But, um, and... 
Then we get, uh, I have him written down as value brand Ted Danson. I don't know if I still agree with that, but. His name is Mario, and my note says he comes oozing into the office to, to you know, ooze yeah. all over Lisa. He's, he's the designated creep of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got a white dress shirt on. That's uh, he appears to have lost some of the buttons. Maybe mm-hmm. someone can help him find those. Trying to keep up with the Hoff in terms of buttons uh, missing. And the, and uh, so uh, Lisa is it's the daughter's name, right? Yes. Uh, she tells Mario to like buzz off, and she says, "Go find one of your groupies." And it's like, how many groupies can you possibly have? Yeah, doing stunts at a backyard backyard like- stunt spectacular. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, um, part of the problem that they're having is they're not selling a lot of tickets, but I can't imagine the demographic of that's buying a ton of these tickets are young women. I think well, it's that's probably a, old men and David Hasselhoff. And one of the plot points is that his a, a, a half of his stadium seating is condemned. Yeah. And they show, like, just rows, and I'm like, does this show sell out enough to where you need those seats? Like, No. That doesn't, yeah. and I I have that written down because mm-hmm. they are they are focused. They're like, if we could get those dang grandstands back up, then we'd have three hundred more seats. But then they show like a crowd of like one tenth capacity. Right, <laughs> right, and this is on a good day, you know. <laughs> yeah. I I believe the joke that I wrote down was it has uh is emptier than a Seahawks stadium. Or <laughs> damn it! Oh no! Than the, than the Mar- Seattle Mariners during playoff season. <laughs> <laughs> sick, sick self burn on your city. Yes, and then I, I tripped all over it, just like the <laughs> just the, like the, the Mariners, Mariners trip all over <laughs> their playoff hopes. Dribbled through your legs, just like a grounder out to shortstop. <laughs> I don't. I barely know anything about baseball. Uh, yeah, me too. Actually, I went to a game recently, and I was like, I forgot a lot of the rules. Huh? <laughs> I must not have watched baseball in a while. Um, so now we're back to the night semi truck, which is, you know, in the field. Um, and Bonnie's there working on kit, um, installing an oxygenation system. Yeah. Which, uh, I forget, I kind of forget what the point of the oxygenation system was for, but my first thought was like, if you're in a fiery auto wreck, like the last thing you want would be like tanks, extra tanks of oxygen. That's true. It like, and I don't think it works. I don't think you can unroofy yourself if you just huff some <laughs> oxygen enriched whoa, whoa, air. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're skipping it. Yeah, I know. I'm spoiling a little bit of it, but like, yeah. Like, I, as soon as I heard, but I thought the same thing when I'm like, because I remember this, how this show works. Like, Bonnie just installed a new feature. It's 25% yeah. more boost, 100% more oxygen. Like, is he going to get like dumped in a pond and he's going to kit, buddy? You need or to like flood a, the compartment there. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> A gas attack or something. But what they like a, actually do with it, I'm like, that 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 that's, no. that doesn't work. That's not science. No. So yeah, uh, <laughs> we will we will find out exactly how that saves the day later on. Um, but so uh, let's see. Oh, before we move oh. on, I just want to point out that like Michael Knight is legit tongue tied around Bonnie. Oh like, right, they, yeah. They, they, we, we talked about this in a bit, but this is the scene where it's like that internet meme where they show a picture of a girl and it's like how you open. Like this, it's like Bonnie in her jumpsuit leaned over an engine bay, and Michael Knight has no fucking opening. He tries mm. a couple like, and he just like, he, he, it's the first only time we've ever seen him have difficulty connecting with the opposite sex. But boy, is again. It. 
So maybe he's not a toddler, but maybe like a ten-year-old, mm, mm-hmm, and in a mm-hmm. in a hunky half body, like a like in that movie Big. We've got a full-blown Big situation. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a combination Make a Wish and Big. We got we got Tom <laughs> we got Tom Hanks who got who went and did the fortune teller, came down with childhood leukemia in <laughs> in in, in, oh. in 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 Hoff's body. Yeah, that's what's happening. He- he has an advanced, like a thyroid that just pumps out a thousand percent hormones. Has turned him into an adult, an adult man. Yeah, yeah. Physically, his, ni- his, his body, his, his blood seventy five percent HDH. But he still has the mind of a nine year old. If that, if that. <laughs> oh wow. Um, so now we're back at the um, Slam and Sammy's, and we're in the garage, and they're gassing up the car, and there's the scene where he gasses up the, I think the the son gasses yeah. up the car, but the gas tank isn't very big, and it's in the hood. He opens it's the, the hood. It's the, it's, a, it's the size of a bread box, yeah. and it's under the hood. Now, maybe this is a stunt thing, like because you don't be. want a big thing of gas right, that yeah. would, you know... Or, or like a conventional gas tank wouldn't wouldn't draw gas if it's up on two wheels or shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, before that's the era of the on. fuel pump, Jesse, it was all gravity uh, based. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you have to have a big gas tank on the top of, of your vehicle. So yeah, yeah. It's the only drop. way. It's the only way you can ensure the gravity, the, the gas will get there. Essentially, a water tower. Um, so um, it's very methodical. They linger on the shot for a long time, and you see oh, yeah. every little bit as he um, as he does this. And then immediately, someone else enters as as the sun leaves and starts siphoning out the gasoline. So and, and I have on my notes for for my first watching. Uh, it says, "Oh, a guy's pumping out gas. He's mysterious because you don't see his face, but his hands are suspiciously Mario looking." <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll admit I didn't catch it on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, this, this guy's hands very suspiciously Mario-looking hands. Well, they were full of Koopa shells and gold I was coins. Say he was wearing white tuxedo gloves, of course. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. And he's holding a fire flower. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we see the driving on two wheels trick, aka skiing, aka I like to call it diamond backing. Um. Performed by Pop himself, the old man, Slam and Sammy. Is this a point where he's putting on a show? Okay, and he jumps to the Ring of Fire here. Yes. Okay. I could I couldn't remember if this was an actual show or if this was the test. The warm. See, so he makes he makes a fire jump. It's no problem. The crowd goes mild, and Michael's having oh, a great time. Right. He's up in the stands, is having a ball here. Mm, and yeah. then the, the their MC, who's kind of like half putting the show down, half like you know hyping, being a hype man. He's like, hold on to your butts, crowd. There's something you've, you know, that stunt you just saw. Guy's gonna do it now with a hood over his head. Yeah. So they put a clan hood on it. Oh wait. Um. And so the first time he's he's like counting the whole time he's driving. He's like one, two, three, turn. Yeah, one, yeah, two, three, turn. Yeah. Um. I do want to say I was really disappointed. Michael was not chowing down on a cheeseburger in the stands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. I was. I was getting sassy when I was writing my notes. I said the PA announcer looks like the elephant man wearing a prototype MAGA hat before they got the print on it. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's got a look. He definitely has a look. 
Uh, so, so for the big finale, um, the Reverend Henry Jackson comes out in a nice suit, and yeah, suit, and he puts the hood on Sammy, mm-hmm. and um, it's like they got a man of the cloth. Uh, to demonstrate this isn't a scam. There's no chicanery here. What a you man can of trust. God. You can you yeah. There's there's no never a preacher ever lied yeah. or misled or embezzled. <laughs> now, huh? It's such a weird conceit. Like uh, it says in the Bible, my uh, my preachers shall not deceive you at a stunt rally. <laughs> at a stunt rally, yeah. <laughs> Specifically, but then it's also like it is also nice to have a man of God here in case Sammy needs his last rites read to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hyping the crowd up. Someone might die. Someone might burn to death right in yes. front of you. And I like that. It's got real. You paid for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge sort of energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just had to note that so far in this episode, Michael has done nothing. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. done literally nothing. Except for point. flame out hitting on Bonnie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's accomplished. Speaking of flaming out, uh, so, so uh, Sammy runs out of gas Exactly at the right time, so that as he needs to accelerate on the ramp, his engine dies. So kudos to Mario for Mario. The, he had the graduated cylinder out he down sure to the milliliter. Did. He did. He did some volume calculations of cylinders <laughs> yeah. and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he hits the uh, the ring of fire. Um, it's like a rollover. He's in a harness with a roll bar, so I was like, "What's the big deal if he just kind of rolls over?" Speed, like, yeah. there's not enough <laughs> gas to maintain fine. a fire. Yeah, and I was like, "Honestly, this might be good for business," but the- <laughs> <laughs> then the car catches on fire, and I don't mm. know how because the whole reason that the sabotage occurred was because of a lack of yeah. petrol. So, yeah. like, what caught on fire? Yeah, the car steel framed spontaneously. <laughs> Just like the years. Ring of fire like... can't meet, can't can't melt. <laughs> That's steel, like Kit... steel unibody frame. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Kit saying right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is highly illogical. A ring of fire is not sufficiently hot enough to ignite a a, a rollover accident. Johnny Cash's song to the uh, contrary. <laughs> um. So. Our villain is in the stands. I think this is the first time we've properly seen him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's watching all this happen. And he's he's able to be there out in the open because I get he's bought into the business as a partner, right? Well, no, the he's, he's the, he's the uh, henchman of the big bad, Mr. Blake, who has actually the finance fi- financier. Oh, yeah. This guy's th- this guy's cor- corduroy jacketed thug. At the, I, at the okay, I thought this was some sort of pyramid scheme of villainy where he was bought in, and then he had a bigger boss above. That's what it is. I say that look, like look, Gordon. I guess his name. I think his name's Gordon. Look, Gordo. You got to get two under bosses under you, and then they get two under bosses <laughs> yeah, exactly. under them. After the first month or two, you're not you're not even doing any hinching. You know, you got to get like, on the ground floor here. I feel like this is. Uh, how the Sith operate in Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a multi-level marketing Sith. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I never caught his name, Gordon. I just have him written down as uh, off-brand Angel Eyes from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm. Um, so Michael is pissed, and we go to a commercial break. <laughs> oh, they, they, like, extract him from the vehicle, right? Yeah, and he's like, oh, God, my legs. 
Yeah, yeah, my leg, yeah. And they get him out of there real fast, and they really jerk around his neck and stuff. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> stability. Violent. No stability. But, yeah, so Lisa is doing, yeah, <laughs> doing stunts, and Michael's fangirling out about it. This is, like, the next day or something, right? I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess I told people to go home after the big wreck. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to. The priest has to administer last rites, folks. So uh-huh. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the priest's like, I'm, I'm not actually, that's not something I normally do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Slam and Sammy is okay, but he's not going to be able to drive for a while. Um, and, oh, here's where Michael has his opening. He wants to get hired on as his uh, replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be his in, and they're like, you're going to have to try out. And he's like, I'll use my own car. And we've literally seen that already in the that's five right. episodes. Lo- he, he loves doing, he loves doing the, hey, I got my own hot car. I can stunt <laughs> yeah. drive. Sure. I can, I can be in a demolition derby. Um, yeah. And it's like, I feel like it would have been more fun if they had said no, like, no, if you want to drive for us, you got to use one of our cars and actually use your skill as a driver for once instead yeah, of pressing all, the drive good button. It's also an insurance thing. We can't just let some, you know, yeah. on my, you know, you, do you have a roll bar in this, a five point safety hard? <laughs> no, this is, this is, do you even have the bread box fuel tank in the hood? You can't, yeah, right. you can't, you can't do this, man. This isn't a stock Mo- car race. Molecularly bonded. What? Hell no. <laughs> Um, so it's tryout time using Kit. Um, Michael, obviously he's able to impress everyone, except Mario, that is. Um, mm-hmm. but again, it's kind of cheating, right? Mario <laughs> and Mark are both kind of on the side hating, because they, they, you know, they, they, they want the old man to retire and let them, them have the shot, and like, here's Michael showboating. Yeah. We see the son's, uh, motorcycle act, finally, uh, for Michael, which is gonna come up later, I guess, um... And my favorite part of the motorcycle act is when he transforms his body into a 40-year-old man wearing a wig. Yes, yes, <laughs> the stunt doubles. <laughs> not not great. And, and again, this is like the, you know, in, in Hot Rod, if you've seen the movie, the Adam Sandler, or not Sandler, Adam Sandberg movie, Andy Sandberg, uh, you should because it's hilarious. But like he does these kind of like just really lame stunts on a moped. And the stunts on this are just, like, one notch better than that. One notch better than the joke stunts they do on Hot Rod. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know great. if they're even better. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Also, <sighs> the editing. We watch this guy walk over to his motorcycle, strap his helmet on, throw a leg over, kick the engine over a couple times. <laughs> like, it just, it's just, like, it's, like, it riveted by this guy getting ready to do his stunt show. It's. I mean, the guy could have just ran off screen, and then you could just cut to the yeah. guy, and we we would have figured it out that he got on the motorcycle in that thing. <laughs> no, I would have never. <laughs> but then when they cut to the forty-year-old man in the wig, then maybe we yeah. yeah, maybe maybe they yeah. thought the, the viewer would be lost because they got it's, a point. Well, who's this guy now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Michael has a little heart to heart with Sammy about being easier on the boy. Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. This is between Sammy and the boy, right? The dangers of motorcycling. Yeah, he's really rough on Mark right in front of Michael. Yeah. Um, he's like, why are you riding him, Sammy? He's like, it's discipline and hard work. That's a stunt man's life. Yeah, uh, yeah. so Sammy's really hard on his son. And he does make a really good... Uh, I said hard on. Um, he makes a really good point later on where he's like, 
when you have an accident in a car, you might end up like me, but you have an accident on a motorcycle and you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're cheese cratered all over the pavement. Two-wheel death traps. They're skiing 100% of the time. It just gets worse from there. Their safest mode of transport is our dare, most daring stunt. Then they do that thing. I'm calling it super skiing, where they only use half of their wheels. Uh, it's called a wheelie. Witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Michael's going to get hired on at the end of the day, right? And uh, there's a no slide course. which I kind of like, where Sammy Sammy goes, let's you and me go up to the office and talk about how much I'm going to underpay you. <laughs> I like that line. That's good. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, (laughs) now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim. Order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar. Then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Hey, it's time for another season of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? The premise is simple. A Gen Xer and a millennial watch old 80s action TV to see what still works and what doesn't. In previous seasons, we've done podcasts for Knight Rider, Airwolf, MacGyver, A-Team, and more. However, this year we're doing a very special season of Feeney. We're going back and reviewing the very special episodes of 80s and 90s sitcoms. Come cringe along with us as Hollywood tries to warn our families of the dangers of underage smoking, drug abuse, alcoholism, eating disorders, and much more. We start out with the episode of Boy Meets World where a high school kid gets sucked into a cult. Worlds collide as the Mr. Feeney finally makes an appearance on Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? Join me and my buddy Jay each week for episodes full of nostalgia and secondhand embarrassment. And don't worry, a very special isn't your speed. We've also got some all-time classic Knight Rider episodes to close the season with. Find Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? each Wednesday on Bald Move Pulp, starting April 3rd. 
We're about 10 weeks out from House of the Dragon Season 2, and it's time to prepare for war. Which in our case means, well, watching a lot of Hot D and reading a lot of Fire and Blood. Each week between now and June 16th, Maester Anthony and his co-host Steve are hosting a watch of each episode of Hot D Season 1. And then me and Jim are going to host a discussion of the differences between the events on that episode and how they're recounted in George R.R. Martin's historical tome, Fire and Blood. That's right, I've resorted to reading dragon books. God help us all. We'll see if my fresh eyes add any new insights or predictions into Season 2. Arm yourselves with all the lore you can for the battles ahead. House of the Dragon returns June 16th, but we've got you covered until then. Check out all of our upcoming Hot D coverage on the Hot D feed or on Bald Move Pulp, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Oh, uh, so now we get um, our first shot of the uh, evil office building. And um, they're talking about five million profit, which is apparently if if they sell the land, they'll get fi- like five million. There's Sammy. no way. Yeah, like Sammy, just sell this thing. <laughs> five million dollars in 1982. Seriously, like you, I don't Mark, get it. and Lisa can live like kings. Like they must have like discovered oil on it, and then Sammy is like that c- contributes to global warming, and I won't have it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to invent an electric car, do stunts in that. Then I'll never burn up. None um, of my kids will ever drive a car with a fuel tank more than half a gallon. <laughs> I've been slowly weaning them off of fuel by reducing the size That's of right. the gas tank. When they were born, they were full on, like you said, 20, 20 gallon tanks, and now they're down to this, yeah. <laughs> um, so they're like, there's a new driver. What if he's good? What are we going to do? Um... And it's, yeah, so it's it's Gordo talking to his boss, whose name I forgot. Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake. Um, did you notice the doors in this office building? No, I didn't. The door handle is dead middle of the door. Oh my god, it's one of those things? <laughs> it's wild. Like a I, hobbit door? It's like a hobbit door in real life. Oh my life. god. <laughs> I was too distracted by Gordo's suit. It looks like an ice cream suit that's been sitting in a smoker's lounge for five years. <laughs> God, I, I don't, I don't recall. This is like a dingy, not tan, not brown, not caramel. Five years of nicotine is what oh, this, this God. is. Yeah. yeah, I know that color all too well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to try and take care of this new driver, right? Make another accident happen. And uh, a mystery man is going to break into Kit himself. And I think we all know where this is going. <laughs> I'm surprised Kit doesn't have, like, flamethrowers, like, just right. on, the, on the side. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, electrified, <clears throat> you know, shell. But, like, yeah, yeah. he's got a wrecker bar. That ain't going to work. Uh, he tries to go yeah. underneath and disconnect, and Kit's just fucking with him, backing up. And the, the part I thought was really cool is where he let out his, his the air out of his tires. Yeah. So he starts to crush the guy, and that, that finally, yeah. you know, scares him off. Yeah, so uh, the mystery man is, we'll just call him Luigi until we know mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. He, he gets on the Yeah, he gets on the mechanic creeper and gets underneath Kit. And that's when Kit lets his own air out of his tires to just subtly crush him. But at first mm-hmm. I was like, how far are you going to take this, Kit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably could have gotten away with it, right? Right, because like... What are they going to do, arrest the... Well, I the guess car. Kit has been arrested already. <laughs> it's true. He's got a criminal. He's got a criminal record. 
<laughs> but I like also Kit's like whole affect is like really some people are just too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do a pretty good kid. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I've been working on my my prissy robot impression since I was my, my love of C three PO. Um, so yeah, the guy, um, the guy Luigi, he he runs out of there, um, because he cannot defeat Kit. At this point, I would probably just not work for this guy anymore. Michael has a conversation about doing a grand finale and putting on a show. I can't remember how he justified it to Kit. Well, he says, like, uh, well, you're the best at what turns people on, Michael. There's a lot of double... <laughs> there's a lot of, like, sexy dialogue between Michael and Kit. Like, in the previous... Or, um, Kit, Michael's like, uh, hey, buddy, we gotta do a stunt, but we can't make it look too good because we're supposed to be uh, impartial. And Kit says, I am yours to command, Michael. <laughs> Master. There is, there, is, there is no... There is no, uh, no... No performance that I cannot pull off for you. It's something, like, something really crazy. It's, it's got... Um, reminds me a little bit of I Dream a Genie. The, like... It, there I is some of, some of that some of that yeah 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 there's a little a little bit of that the uh, dominant BDSM yeah that's what he goes <laughs> that's what he says I am yours to command Michael anything you can imagine I can perform yeah <laughs> well I can imagine a lot of things Kit <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Kit's going to the grand finale and Sammy uh, gets talked into allowing. Um, Michael to do it at this point. Do they? Does he tell him what the grand finale is gonna be? Yeah, he says, is "You got to do. You got to. You got. But you can't do the. You can't do the blind jump, kid. The t- it's precise mm-hmm. time and all this." And Michael's like, "Yeah, but I really want to." And Sammy's like, "Okay, like you know, it's it's just kind of funny that he's just talked about how dangerous it is and how you can get yourself killed." And Michael's like, "But I want to." Yeah, and he's also oh, kind of. Mm. That's what. No, it's it's not. He's he's he's. That's what's later. He. This is. He's going to jump a car and a truck that's currently moving. Yeah, in the same direction that they're moving. So he's going to ramp over a truck and a car in the same direction that they're going. Good thing we've increased our turbo boost by 25%. (laughs) Yeah, and got the oxygenators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And Sammy kind of tells on himself a little bit. He's like, people only come here to see the blind stunt and... um, Hope I die. Yeah, and the rest of the show kind of sucks, honestly. They're only kind of coming here hoping I beef it on the blind <laughs> ring of fire jump. The, the old guy will die in front of his kids. That's all we got. <laughs> Thrill as an old man burns. That's what the regulars are here for. Just They just know. It's, it's, it's a sunk cost fallacy. They just keep thinking they pay their five bucks to see a man die. One of these days, their ticket will cash out. Yeah, he keeps getting older. Uh <laughs> So yeah, uh, it's the the big same direction jump. Uh, Sammy says yes, um, and then my <laughs> my Michael runs off excitedly like a small child. It's the most excited I've ever seen him in his life. He's very excited to perform this stunt. Oh, also he outfits Kit in the yeah. Silver Stars package, which I thought like, okay, well that's interesting, but. Then I got a load of Michael in the next scene. Yes. He's got a custom jumpsuit with silver yeah. thread. He's got uh-huh. s- silver uh, electrician's tape and made a big MK, <laughs> like like vaporwave yeah. MK on his helmet. It's like, fuck yeah, Michael Knight. 
Uh, well, the piece de resistance for me of the outfit was, of course, the black neckerchief. The black, <laughs> yes, yes, the black neckerchief was definitely what what that, tied tied the thing together. Yeah, that will stay on for the remainder of the episode. <laughs> also, this this three quarter face helmet is so big, it looks like a spaceballs helmet on his head. <laughs> It does. It looks like Colonel Sanders. Like like this outfit, like if Colonel Sanders was just a little bit more campy gay coded, <laughs> this this is the look he yeah. would have. <laughs> the over over the top even yeah. by baseball standards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it is it is absolutely ridiculous. And um it's it's the type of outfit that maybe Let's say a child might dress himself in if he was really excited about something. Yes, this is an eight-year-old's residual self-image from the Matrix, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it comes time to do the the big double jump, and um, it is, of course, successful. And at least a dozen people give him a standing ovation. Mm. And they make a big deal about how, like, this stunt has never been tried or accomplished before. And, um, which is weird because it's actually not a very exciting stunt, really. Like, I don't know. It, like, yeah, like it's, it's the, the, this is an oval track. Like, yeah, uh, how, they can't get going. They're, 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 he's jumping the, these cars combined speed is like 10 miles an hour. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, and, and yeah, the, the trick works, but, um, again, it, it wasn't super impressive. Also, to me. and I know I'm, I'm going to point this out every fucking time. If you watch this episode, Observe how this Trans Am is going to land. Oh, yeah. This thing is going to land at an 80-degree yeah. angle right into the cement and immediately yeah. flip over. Like, I would love this. I, I wish the DVDs. I would buy the DVDs of these seasons that they showed For all the, the outtakes of the crashes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the split great. second after they cut, like some stuntman is getting pulled out of twisted metal because this is just not going to land. Not even, not even, like, most of the time you can believe, like, okay, this thing probably landed sticky side down. Nope, <laughs> not nope. even This close. thing's cratering. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be great if there was like a in memoriam section for all the cars <laughs> in the arms of the angels playing oh in God. the background. Is this just wreck after wreck? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So uh, Lisa gives him a peck on the cheek, which is a big score. Um. And she's like, "That was a business kiss, not a social one," which I thought was funny. And then mm-hmm. she gives him a big old French kiss right on, right on the smacker. And she's like, "Um, there. That was that was a that was a social kiss." And then then it cuts to Dad, who's like nodding and like thumbs upping Michael. I'm like, telling hey. you, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> It's a little weird, and it made me think, you know, because I am a father. I don't have an adult daughter yet, but I'm like, how would I react if, like, my daughter just smooched some guy right in front of me? I want to think, like, I'd be cool with it. Like, good for her, you know, go get you some. I don't think he'd leer and, like, make okay (laughs) and thumbs up and, like, you know, a finger going into the... the, 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 The whole gen like this, Sammy, Sammy, take it down a notch. And and I guess the weird thing is like he's complimenting Michael, not his daughter. Yeah, it yeah, should yeah, be yeah. like, yeah, you good, good job. You kissed the hunk, daughter. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah Instead, yeah. it's like good job, random man blowing through town. You mm-hmm. <laughs> switched my daughter. 
Uh, it's, it's probably words don't justify just quite how weird <laughs> that yeah. shot is. <laughs> and then uh, and Mario slinks off defeated because <laughs> it's, it's he like wanted the bit. He wanted to. Yeah. He, he, he'd been trying for years to just get a business kiss. <laughs> he's the one that invented the whole concept of a business kiss for yeah, the workplace like, yeah like Michael's like I've never heard of that but this is like yeah it's, like, it's just a business kiss Lisa this is just strictly a business kiss um, so then um, our villain Gordo is gonna do the uh, pochum technique and try to just uh, outspend Sammy to get Michael like we'll pay you three times as much if you come and join our team and my Michael starts to play hardball. It is weird. This like just a position of like a man who cannot even look at a woman without like dropping a wrench on his toe and being like, uh -huh. and then, and then he plays hardball with like a, a vicious killer right, right to his right. face, you know? Right. But he's like, I don't talk to anyone but the top dog. And I, Gordo, I don't think you are the top dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's how he's buying time to basically get him to fuck off. Because he only needs, like, a couple days to complete this stunt and save the day, you know? True, true. So, oh, yeah. Now we're back. If we fade to Night Manor, where Devin is speaking to the Prime Minister and quoting Churchill, um, saying, Even paranoids have real enemies. And he says, No, he wasn't making a joke. He was being funny. There is a difference. Which I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that was I, I think funny. Devin's kind of sneaky cool. No, he's probably my favorite character. I would say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Besides Kit. Plus, I he's guess. like he's so like 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 Michael comes in, is like ah, I got this guy playing fifty times. He'll probably pay a hundred. Then I can get a meeting with the big guy, and he's like, or he'll just murder you. Yeah, that's true. There he is like <laughs> yeah, Devin sniffs it out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like what? He's he's read he's read a five pages ahead of the script, and he knows. <laughs> It says right here on page 45 that he's mm -hmm. going to try and kill you. And then they, they smash cut to Mr. Blake, in fact, plotting this yeah. guy's murder. Yeah. yeah, directly after that. Well, then you just need to kill him. And he's like, I'm the top dog. I don't talk to talk to people like that. Nobody gets to me direct. Nobody. <laughs> it's like, that's your job. And, and he's, you and can't then, deal with this, to kill him. This is such quality bad guy speech because Gordo's like, uh, do you want me to handle it quietly, boss? No. Noisy. I want to send a message. Like, what? Yeah, to whom? What kind of message are you sending by splattering this stunt guy's guts across the <laughs> valley? Like, slamming uh, Sammy was like, like, what the fuck? Listen, it starts with slamming Sally, Sally's. Then it's, then we're going to take down Big Balls, Billy, Stunts <laughs> Spectacular, and then yeah. it's Crazy Kyle's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not showing off for slamming Sammy. We're going for the B Billy Ball Buster. That's no one the else, real, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one else seems to realize how lucrative these businesses are. It's crazy. It's pure right, money. Right, right. I'm the right. only one. I right. want them all. <laughs> I mean, like, and the other thing is, like, a plain reading of this episode is if Mr. Blake waits, like, six weeks, Simon Sammy's done. Like, like he's, like, <laughs> they, like they're, they're just driving on fumes at this place. Like, he could come in and, like... Yeah. What if he Literally. offered him 50? Yeah, what if he took, like, Michael's salary times 50 and just gave that to Slam and Sammy? I think he would sell. Well, I think he'd sell. They need to get it before the bank forecloses on it? I don't yeah, know. We're putting more of... thought into this than the writers. Did. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, dude, <laughs> the booze and coke in this writer's room oh, yeah. must have been uh, just unlimited because, yeah. like, they just powered through. Like, any any logical objections? You're not, you're not doing enough rails, buddy. 
Yeah. Do a keg, do a cut keg stand and snort that rail and then tell me. Tell me this plot doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. What, are te- yeah. What, what are you telling me? We put we put an eight year old in Michael Car Michael Knight's backseat th- in three episodes out of the first seven. Those are rookie numbers. Pump those up. We could have gotten a kid in this episode. Damn it! The eight year olds are turning oh. off in Night Rider. <laughs> Your olds are turning off. <laughs> Starts at 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So he's to be killed in an accident. Um, So it's like, that's a ton of drama if he's going to die in an accident where it's almost impossible for him to die in an accident. Like, yes. <laughs> as yes, long yes. as he's in that car, he's safe. Um, So it's back to the track with Sammy, Lisa, and Michael. Uh. They're talking about money issues and the grandstands that need repairing. Um, oh, here's my Mariners joke. <laughs> <laughs> and Hoff, so Hoff is going to get Sammy to let Mark perform the sun. Um, <laughs> oh, man. And uh, so so now we're, it, it's nighttime. And I, I think Sammy has decided to let um, Mark do a, do a show. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he, like, Michael leans on him to let him perform, and he does, and there's a lot of funny, like, there's, it's, like, I, I was, I was think, wondering if this show's, like, oddly progressive for its day, because, like, there's this line where, like, Michael's like, I thought this was a young man's game, and Lisa's like, hey, and kind of like, you, and, and I'm like, you know, we've got a, 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 a female, we got a female, a woman mechanic, a woman stunt driver, a woman military officer. Like, That's yeah, true. no, they're all just sex fulfillment objects for Michael, <laughs> yeah. but they're getting to casting. This is 1982. This is yeah. this is fucking like, you know, I don't know what wave femin- like uh, I don't know. This is the uh, all male uh, coked up booze, bo- bo- boozed up writer's room version of progress. But right. and, and it is the progress. Only, the only one that he has hooked up with was like the uh general store owner or mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um so yeah, he's been a long three day weekend with her it seems like at the end of that episode. <laughs> so so although they are the objects of Michael's desire, uh-huh. they're not necessarily like consummating anything. You True. Know? You're right. Because so again, I this know. is a make a wish thing. Also yeah. oh, if you're also ethics, watching this I didn't episode, think about that Mm-hmm. Because he's a he's a toddler brain, he shouldn't be. He can't consent. No, this is like <laughs> this is all this is big all over again. It's kind of creepy. Also, mm. if you're watching this at home, I want you to notice these insets of Michael Knight's face. He's got sweat pouring down his face and take after take after take. Like the kid, the like the 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 makeup people. Are like, did you need us to mop you, uh, Hoff? He's like, no, no, no. I got this. I got this. The Hoff likes to glisten. <laughs> It gives me that sheen. I don't know whether you just couldn't tell it in standard def or what, but like, yeah, he is like sweating, Actually, yeah, sweating profusely in so many of these takes. It's pretty funny. Back on those old tube TVs, you know, it just gave him a nice aura. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Musk. So it's, it's nighttime. Uh, we're 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 seeing a car. We have our bad guy and uh, Gordo, and we have um, someone who's definitely not Mario. Uh, but he's obscured <laughs> by Shadow. And so Gordo's going to threaten Mario, question mark. Um, and he's like, if you don't get the job done, you're going to find a surprise in your gas tank. So You're going to replace it with a half-gallon job? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. My commute's longer than that. Quarter. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, there's another stunt show going on. The stands are at least three quarters full. So oh, yeah, packed. Pretty, pretty close to needing the extra grandstand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the motorcycle act happens. Uh, they cut to the crowd, and no one seems all that excited. Nah. Honestly, I don't know. It seems like kind of when I go to the fair and it's they're like showing the pigs, and it's like, do you want to sit down and just watch them like show the pigs yeah, off? Yeah. You know? they're, they're not like booing. <laughs> the, the, the crowd's yeah. going mild. The crowd is going mild. And uh, so Michael is standing down in like the pit area, I guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you call it, and um, Mario's there. And Mario goes to get a couple waters, and uh, he puts a pill in one of them, and then he hands it to Michael, and he's like, cheers to the big show. And there's, like, also, like, I'm not aware of Mario really having a problem with Michael. Like, there's been him and uh, Mark casting shade from the side, but I don't think Michael's been a party of this. But he has this big, like... Hey man, sorry for all the hard times I gave oh, you. Right. No, it's like you know, it's it's all it's all cool between stunt bros, right? Here's your here's your <laughs> roofy water. Let's drink Mike, to good health. Yeah, and Michael's like, oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate. It. Just gulps it down. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's sweating a lot. You just mentioned that. That's true. That's <laughs> true. He needs to replenish this water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I just <laughs> I just wrote down after that. Why do you have the roofie, Mario? Why do you have that? Why do you have the yeah, roofie, Mario? True. It's for when it's for when women don't want to do the business kisses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to think that Gordo was like, well, I've I've developed this tranquilizer gun for you that you can use it. No need. Don't worry. No need. I got it covered. I got it. <laughs> okay. Well, how about we have nitrous oxide gas that will knock out anyone if they no no. I said I got it. You yeah, want yeah, him? Yeah. You want him unconscious? I'll get him yeah. unconscious. Yeah. Uh, Mario. I don't know the first thing about sabotaging cars, but this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking pro. Why didn't you ask me to do this the first time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, it, Michael gets in kit to do the big stunt, and um, this is a fast-acting roofie. Um, because he starts to nod off behind the wheel almost instantly. Oh, the Hoffs I'm passing out due to drugs face is kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he I, he kind of looks like, um, you know when they put astronauts in that big G-Force machine? Yeah, and <laughs> like yeah. That's, that's kind of what he does. It's yeah, he's graying a... <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. his, his head's off to the side and his eyes are rolling black, back a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, also, the MC of this place calls Kit Cat. He which, does, yeah. Which which gives Kit a another hissy fit to throw, which yeah. I, I I like. I like the I like the 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 Kit getting just crazy about stuff. <laughs> yeah, Michael Knight in his car, Cat again. Also, uh, earlier in a different episode, I was talking about how terrible they are at keeping a low profile. Yeah, didn't want to have any code names no. or anything. No, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, Kit by the night industry. <laughs> Serial <laughs> number. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's got all these fake IDs and all these business cards, and he just right. rolls around as Michael Knight driving kid. <laughs> yep. God. And uh, uh, similar to the pilot, at the very last second, he's able to hit the. It, what they really need is like um, 
Kit needs an override because you can trust Kit to take over. Yes. He's programmed specifically so that Michael can't die. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, there needs to be an override for Michael. There doesn't need to be an override for Kit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but he's able to get it into auto mode at the very last second, and it jumps over, and the stunt is successful. And Mario oh. and Gordo just trade <laughs> withering the stairs. Yeah, and this is when the oxygenator system deploys, mm-hmm. filling the cabin of Kit with uh, oxygen, oxygen, I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just brings him right around. <laughs> and that wakes him back up. And um, I, I have known uh, women who have unfortunately experienced being um, drugged. Mm-hmm. And um, when they went to the hospital... It wasn't like they could just put an oxygen mask on them and they came right back to normal. So, anyway, playing fast and loose with the rules of, of roofies. If that worked, you'd think you'd see that at the clubs a lot. Like, ladies pulling the oxygen, like like they're the double <laughs> lung real? emphysema smokers. Yeah, I mean... Now it'd be was... at a, it would be at every uh, drinking establishment. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's impossible to get roofied at an oxygen bar. There's a, there's a tip for you. <laughs> Stay at those oxygen <laughs> bars and you're good to go. Are those still a thing? I don't know. That was always like I grew up in the Midwest and I was like always like uh, you know uh, there's these tales of the the height of stupidity of the city slickers, and right? The, uh, the the LA right. people going in for oxygen bars. I was. So you pretty... know you can breathe. It just breathe air. Hur, hur, hur. Yeah. <laughs> it's called going outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty blown away when I saw in Las Vegas a place where you can get like a banana bag IV. What the so, fuck is that? Like, if you have a, a hangover, oh, it's, it's like, like it's full got of all the nutrients and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. A banana that, smoothie to shoot it into you. That that kind of blew my mind. I was like, that this feels cyberpunky a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but um, so you might be thinking to yourself, um, crisis averted. Every uh, time to wrap it up and go to credits. <laughs> We've oh, got no. one more, <laughs> one more thing for you. Um, Gordo, oh, <laughs> that's right. So, um, Michael basically drives up, chases down Mario, who's running away from Kit. He leans out of the window and, like, puts him in a chokehold and is like, tell me, tell me everything you know. This show about a guy who's in a car, he does everything from the car. Yeah. He's like, he's like shaking this tough guy, just hanging out the window like he's ordering something from Burger King. Well, yeah. he's got the guy just throttling him. Yeah. I was going to say, ironically, the only thing he doesn't do from his car is buy cheeseburgers. This, he also <laughs> runs over this guy twice and the MC's like it's all part of the show vehicular man <laughs> yeah. a manslaughter it's just it's all it's yeah. all stunts bo- uh, boys and girls well you know the rowdy crowd of amateur stunt driving there's probably stunt That's drivers true. running each other over, <laughs> over every now and then yeah yeah um but so so Mario confesses everything and he's like he's planting a time bomb underneath the grandstand mm-hmm. um and believe it or not he was telling the truth and um Gordo's planting a time bomb with like old school sticks of dynamite and a watch on it. It's like a it's oh yeah retro. This, time is, this bomb. is this is the shit that they put through the uh, the the airport scanners to test the homeland security guys, <laughs> right? Like if you if you if you don't pull the bag off when you see this go through, they fire you just on the spot. They have a big they have they have 
They have uh, like a, a Dick Tracy revolver, a Rambo combat knife, and this bomb, this yeah. actual bomb. That's how they test the airport security. And a live macaw. <laughs> Um, so then again, doing everything in the vehicle, uh, basically they smash into the grandstands and Kit does his patented pin maneuver where he pins you up against the wall and he's like, yeah. where's the bomb? And the guy's like, right over there. <laughs> you can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you turn your head. And this doesn't make sense to me. I don't think this would work. Michael gets Kit to back up and park over the, like the chassis of the vehicle over the time bomb so that when it explodes like the Iwo Jima marine jumping on a grenade yeah, I yeah, guess yeah, the yeah. explosion is contained and the thing is is like I thought I was prepped for Kit to lower his air pressure so like the uh, frame yeah. literally covers it and I'm like oh that will be but I'm like oh no no this isn't no this isn't how this would work and also how the fuck this coked up boozed up writer's room avoided making a <laughs> fart joke I'll never know I'll never know. <laughs> That's yeah. I've heard of backfires, Michael, Are, yeah. but this is ridiculous. So sometimes, Michael, your plans are a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that. Your right. plans are a pain. They probably do pain in the rear. <laughs> yeah, this is prime yeah, rear, time on NBC. Yeah, yeah. The rear actually even makes more sense because it's for mm. the rear of the vehicle. Um. So now you might be thinking, okay, time bomb issue resolved. Surely, <laughs> fade to black. No, no, no. We got to wrap this up in a bow and get the big bad guy too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember how does do does it explain how Michael got the information about where? I think they you just assume that he sweated it out of Gordo. Yeah, he's yeah. Michael's a master interrogator for sure. He can't is. T- can't talk to a lady he has a crush on, but. No, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. Um, so they go to the big dog's lair, and um, how's he get inside? Does he do some he trick walks, to get inside? He just, or he just, he just barges in. I, I have in my notes: Michael Knight bops into Blake's <laughs> office, and that's what he does. He bops into it. Yeah, yeah, and he's still wearing the stunt driver get up with black neckerchief. The hell yeah, and, that's that's how everything. he's going to get Mr. Blake to take him seriously. <laughs> I'm the big dog now. <laughs> would a would a small dog wear this? Count the silver stars, punk. <laughs> um, so then the top dog confesses everything. He tricks him into it somehow. Fuck. Yeah, he's, he, he, says, he essentially says, hey, I'll do what you paid Gordo to do, but I want oh, more money. Right. And it's like, yeah. you know, I'll do I'll I'll rig the thing just like you rigged Sammy and mine, right? And the guy's like, and he's 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 conspicuously holding his watch yeah. <laughs> right in front of his face. Like, you know, his big communicator Dick Tracy watch. Yeah. And and uh yeah. Yeah. yeah, he communicates to to Kit. He's like, "We got it all." It's like, and it's a recording device too. And for the people slow, he's like, "It turns out nowadays you can't convict on an uncorroborated testimony of a right? conspirator." Which is why I got you on tape. And it just like <laughs> big giant grin, smash cut the commercial. It's very odd editing choices in this this episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just it it drags on a little bit of like, oh yeah, this. They still gotta do this. Oh yeah! So they wrap up the sh- the episode with Devin and Bonnie and Michael, um, and they're gonna keep doing the same show for three weeks until Sammy is healed up, and um, 
and Michael can stop filling in with him because he looks at Devin and he's like, I'm going to need three weeks vacation so that I can keep doing this stunt show. And Devin's like, oh, I do protest. It's like, I'm going to need three weeks. It's like, well, then I suppose I'll see you in three weeks. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like, where are our priorities as an industry, folks? Like, is, right. this why, is this why I invented you? I brought you back from the dead yeah, and reconstructed yeah. to, your face? I gave you a super take card? down real estate slumlords and to substitute in Sam, Slam and Sammy's stunt show, yeah. Like, yeah. you got to do your tricks and stuff. That's cool. But, like, it's time to move on. And... And to seal the deal, he gives Devin free tickets to Slam and Sammy. That's true, which is a power move. I love that. <laughs> so funny. Like, oh, yeah, look at the hottest ticket in town. No, the seats are uncondemned, Devin. <laughs> oh, that'd be really funny if you sold it, got him a ticket to the condemned section. <laughs> he falls through. Keep wah, out. Wah. I never. I would have been like, here's a pair of tickets, or here's a ticket for you, Devin, and one for your friend, Mr. Prime Minister. <laughs> uh, and then Kit's like really into the, being a stunt car now because he's like you know Michael I've been thinking of our routine mm. I can do like skiing well I can do cartwheels I can yeah. do uh, I can you can light my tires on fire and at night yep. I can I can you can light my tires and I can do cartwheels like Jesus Kit calm down yeah. calm down well he's had a taste of it it's true it's true yeah. fame has gone right to his red <laughs> Cylon sensor <laughs> <laughs> that's where it goes yep. well that's all I got for the episode I give it a 10 out of 10 perfect oh, yeah. episode this was, this was pretty fucking good and also like here's another padding like they do like a like a 60 minute denouement of him driving fast in the desert and then they do they have the ghost of Mr. Knight what? Say, yeah 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 I, I did end, not watch like, through the credits at, at the end they have this they have the ghost of, of Mr. Knight say one man can make a difference and again remember this is in the context of this episode right where he saved <laughs> a backyard stunt show yeah which is how we're going out of business as soon as Sammy dies anyway like and then, and then the narrator's like Michael Knight a shadowy man on a tale of and I'm like well, this is like no uh, did you guys watch the, this you spliced this from a different episode yeah yeah so yeah stakes not very high uh, I would put this as a um, medium rare on the stakes meter. <laughs> It's uh, it's a double bacon cheeseburger of an episode. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, with with waffle cut fries. Uh, oh but yeah, no. that's that'll do it for this week. Now we uh, uh, we 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 are willing to entertain your feedback on this show on this oh, vital piece right. of, of pop culture. Guess what, Jesse? We've we've accumulated feedback. We we have feedback for this episode. Can you believe it? Chris is up first. He says, "Hey guys, thanks for doing this podcast. I've been looking forward to a new pod." For Night Riders, since the shadowy flight is no longer a thing. Fun fact: I wanted to call this podcast a shadowy flight, and it was the first result when I searched for shadowy flight podcast. I'm like, God damn it! Someone took the best name. That's someone so took funny. the best name. That's, um, I'm gonna get into. I'm gonna be a podcast name squatter and just register zillions of podcast names and sell them it's off not to the a highest bad, bidder. It's not a bad, especially if you did like small stakes money, like, you know, $250, $500, you could probably clean mm-hmm. up because there's only so many good ones. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings, hot property. Buy, buy your Galadriels. 
yeah i don't know you have to you got you gotta have your you gotta yeah 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 you gotta you gotta have your i don't know you gotta have some puns and shit anyway the pod tatos cast (laughs) pod tatos it's only one thing you do the brace a brace of conies sit them in front of a microphone on podcast um chris continues Night Rider was my favorite show as a kid, and I'm currently watching it for a sixth time. This is nice. this is this is a true Night Rider, Night Rider dire. This has been a humorous and insightful podcast. is very much appreciated. Keep up the good work. Also, don't forget, Night Rider is now on Netflix. Yes, um, I think this started in the new year, or maybe it's always been this way because I don't know why I didn't start why I paid for it on on Amazon Prime. Um, but yeah, you can watch the whole series on net on on. Uh, on, on Netflix and if anything I think the I think the film quality is higher which is probably going to be hilarious as the series goes on because I'm sure there's a lot of this stuff that's filmed and it's only supposed to be seen in SD so yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see the true blemishes on uh Michael Knight's pretty face yeah, I do want to so... say you can watch it for free on Roku without ads too so true that's how true. I've been watching it um Chris also had some suggestions he, because we, we called for suggestions on like, you know, what are the must see episodes of the season? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he said uh, Slam and Sammy stunt show spectacular, oh, which yeah. oh, as yeah. you'll notice, we've, we've got that shit covered. Uh, the bet, the, the, the evil henchman um, that was working with Mario in that episode play, went on uh-huh. to play Gull Ducat from Deep Space Nine, which I can't believe I didn't recognize him. This is not... I I don't know Star Trek. I'm sorry. Oh, I know man. you're used to working with Jim, but I, I I have no idea. Well, when we've 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 completely mined all the '80s action, there <laughs> there is Deep Space Nine. Um, I thought I thought you named um the woman who played uh Wonder Woman. Uh, Linda Cardellini? No, no. What's her name? Linda. Oh, the, the the current one. Oh, Gal Gadot. Gotcha. <laughs> The evil Gal Gadot. Uh, episode eight, no big deal, which we also are going to do. Uh, episode nine, trust doesn't rust. Hell yes, hell yes, brother. That's going to be our season finale for this uh, for this mm-hmm. season. Uh, episode ten, inside out. Episode thirteen, forget me not. Episode fifteen, give me liberty or give me death. I should have looked up the oh, synopsis God. for these. Yeah, uh, I hope that's the libertarian manifesto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a provocative title. Episode 19, White Bird. uh, His commentary says we see episodes with Catherine Hicklin as Stevie Mason, which is Michael Long's wife. You remember Michael Long is what Michael Knight was before he got knightified. Oh, okay, Yeah. Original. Yeah. Yeah, So apparently he's got. Wait, wait. (laughs) <laughs> they took a guy with a wife yeah <laughs> I, maybe it's an xy i don't know that's i I'm, I'm shaky on this memory this sounds like a really fun episode yeah, though this whole like he he's a man with no connections like it turns out he's got a lot of connections They're michael knight a loner a lone yeah. man mommy where's daddy a deadbeat a deadbeat father that tries to bond with every every single mom yeah he just goes from town to town wrecking single mom's hearts that's true wrecking more than their heart baby breaking in their bed springs oh my god uh so get okay so get this lore chris is bringing bringing some some info here this is Uh, great i love this this woman ends up as david hasselhoff's real wife Oh, they then get divorced. Uh-huh. And this woman 
uh, uh, Catherine Hickland marries an actor whose real name is Michael Knight. What the fuck? <laughs> so I, cause I thought this was, bo- so I looked into it. Not only is this guy Michael Knight, but he had to change his stage name, his official name to Michael E. Knight because he got so much fan mail from children sending stuff into Michael Knight in Hollywood. Oh my this God. Is, that's, a, that's crazy, right? How did that first date go? Your name's what? You're never yeah. going to believe this. Do you know who my ex-husband is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did he wear a leather jacket? How big was his belt buckle? Oh my god! Maybe she's just really attracted to Michael Knights. Could be. Could be. She has a type when she was in character. You know. I mean, that is a type. That is definitely a type. (laughs) Uh, And he said, "Episode twenty-two, short notice." I might the next week. I might, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, depending on how much feedback we get, I might uh, dig into this and look up some of those other synopsises. But yeah, thanks uh, for thanks for the pointers and suggestions, Chris, and appreciate the praise. And the trivia, that is hilarious. The trivia is strong. <laughs> I I will eat up as much uh Night Rider trivia as one cares to give me. I got I got a new thing that I'm gonna tell people at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, John L's up next. He says, Hey guys, it was a splendid surprise. Very alliterative. To see why is Mr. Feeney a car show up in my feed a week or two after I randomly decided to start a Night Rider rewatch. Look, look wow. at the look at the fucking uh, I'm, I'm telling you, we're 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 tapping into some kind of yeah. zeitgeist. Yeah, I'm of Aaron's <laughs> generation, just a few years older, and I grew up with Knight Rider as well. I hadn't seen any of it since the early 80s, so it's been a hilarious treat to rewatch. Anyhow, a couple of things I noted in your review of Deadly Maneuvers. That's Alan Oppenheimer, the, the creator of the nuclear bomb. Uh, I guess this is an actor's name as he's playing the general. You might not recognize his face, but you'll sure to recognize his voice. He's the voice of Skeletor, Man-at-Arms, Cringer, and Merman of the He-Man universe. He does not sound like Skeletor in this, unfortunately. Uh, also, uh, Vanity Smurf. You might not recognize any of those, these so far, but you'll probably recognize this. Falcor, the luck dragon from NeverEnding Story. Oh, as well as a bunch of Transformers, probably many other bit part cartoon voices you may have heard growing up with, too. And he invented the atomic bomb. And he was Death Destroyer of Worlds. <laughs> yeah, he he am become Death. <laughs> uh, as an army brat who spent many formative years living at West Point, I can tell wow. you the Go Army bumper sticker has much less to do with army recruiting and everything to do with army football. The full phrase oh, would typically really? be... Go Army, beat Navy, but the shortened uh, version allows for the Go Army, beat Air Force variation. But it did become like the slogan for recruiting in the Army, right? I felt like At too, point, but maybe not. Because maybe I gotta not. say, uh, recruiting shit never really worked on me. I never really got in the whole like Marine <laughs> fighting of dragon with a CGI sword. It's almost like, like you were raised of, in a society where you weren't allowed to join the military, even if you're drafted. Could be, could be, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, maybe. Um, it worked on me, though, dude. Those are those Marine uniforms, with the, when they have the saber and they're doing the art, the rifle flipping, which seems like someone just wasting time. Yeah. Around. Like, how did that become a thing, flipping the rifle around? But it's cool. Right, they got, they got, the, they got, they're so it's good like at fighters. Cheerleading. 
They got so many <laughs> fighters that they have time to wear white gloves and flip around swords. Right. You know, and still still be the best pound for pound fighters on the planet. Oh, man, every marine a rifle flipper. <laughs> it's notable. Uh, he continues. It's notable that Lieutenant Ladd here is a first Lieutenant West Point graduate in 1982, the year this episode aired. The first woman graduated from West Point in May 1980. Yes, it really took that wow. long to allow women to even attend West Point. No, I am not surprised, actually. At all. Yeah, I, I yeah. would have said 1990. <laughs> uh, if she were in the first graduating class, of which only 62 were women, uh, she would have started her career as a second lieutenant. Typically, it's about 18 months till promotion to first lieutenant. So a lady first lieutenant West Point grad walking around in October 1982 uh-huh. is a remarkable thing. Lieutenant Ladd, <laughs> fucking badass. Yeah. Shooting rifles and breaking glass ceilings. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, that's the sex. Like we we talk about how fucking shamelessly sexist and they the show immediately is. Put her in a tank too, by the way. They a, did. They did. Rage. They 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 tied her up, threw her in her tank. Uh, they fridged her. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's like that's what I'm saying. I, I I know it seems absurdly sexist, but like I think Knight Rider is intended to be progressive. You know. Definitely intended to be progressive. Yeah. We'll have one of those uh, <laughs> characters in this, uh, wait, but that we just saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, set the timeline. Uh, oh, well, because we're recording some of these feedback out of, uh, out, oh, yeah, out of no, sequence in, with the shows. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, in next week's episode. No, it's I, that's the thing. It's like, I think that shows hearts in the right place. It's just also uh, flipping and pumping around in a bowl full of cocaine. So it didn't yes. always didn't yeah. always come across the best. Uh, finally, speaking of taking shots and breaking glass ceilings somehow, uh, John L. concludes with Aaron. I have a, also have a love cringe relationship with the way you pronounce denouement. Don't ever stop. It's more properly like denouement. What? Hey, I don't man. even. What does that I, word mean? I. It, it's uh, it's it means essentially like the wrapping things up after the story is over. Not quite oh. an epilogue, but kind of like uh, you know, hey, uh, uh, yeah, a resolution hmm. of the climax. Apparently, um, this was the first time a listener has told you that you pronounce something wrong, right? That's the thing. I've been doing this going on fifteen years, and uh, they're gonna think they're they're still gonna think that they can they can tame this tongue. Um, they're they're, they're <laughs> gonna think that they they can get the that that'll be the one correction that'll stick. I appreciate the optimism, John. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Tony B says, if you were remaking Knight Rider, what car would you pick for Kit? I'd pick a new Corvette because they're cool and fast. Oh, I would pick a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> Molecularly bond that shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's Ruby. <laughs> you, Kid you buddy, deploy, pull- deploy the tint option. <laughs> you know, it transforms into. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm much of a car guy. I like Honda CRXs. I think they're kind of cool cars. I don't mm, know. Import. Uh, I, I think well, when I, I when I think when I think Night Rider, I think American Muscle Car, and I think the coolest one right now is like the Dodge Challenger. You could also go like because that's the thing; it's like the kit was a Trans Am, which is kind of like uh, it's you know, the be ups, a Tesla, upscale right? model of of Pontiac, which is kind of like a Camaro. Um, and and I, that's why I feel like it's it's it, the Challenger's right there. It's like the up up. I think that's pretty much just like um, what uh, like like a slightly upscale charger, and you could do a Camaro or a Mustang, but those are just kind of like too, I think mundane for Kit. 
I think to pedestrian. Tesla Cybertruck final answer. Dude, I I was I was also thinking like a Tesla Model S would be cool too. Not cool, like a Tesla Coupe, like if you like a 21st century Night Rider. Yeah. A Cybertruck. Molecularly bond that shell. I, is, cyber, that a, did, is, that, is that real, the Cybertruck? I think so. I've never seen so. one. Uh, they, they broke a window on stage. Anyway, <laughs> Jim from South Carolina says, I'm having a super fun time listening to you two break down the Knight Rider TV show. You're very entertaining. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. P.S. Where do you think the opening scene is from where Kit was driving over? The salt, uh, the salt flats, or um, uh, yeah. I I actually tried to research. There's this uh, website that uh, called uh, latlong.net, and it it uh, tracks filming locations for various like you know Hollywood productions. You can look at like Breaking mm-hmm. Bad and stuff. And I cannot find unless there's a salt flats directly south of San Bernardino. Um. That's the that's that's the only thing I could see to remotely fit that uh, that profile. Um, so I don't know. But then, then again, it'd be like them to like film something just for the, you know, take it out to Bonneville or whatever. Just just for the credit sequence. Something they're going to yeah. use like a hundred times. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously they pumped a lot more money into the pilot than any of the episodes. So like they had some production at the beginning. Pay a guy to drive the car out and get some shots and they keep on they keep on investing money into the show like i said the the night rider trailer the semi the fortress of rolling tude uh gets cooler and cooler they add several yes, new features man. as as night rider goes on and like the some of the some of the big boss battles they go through are pretty gnarly um yeah. but i don't know if anyone knows where it was filmed let us know night rider at baldmove.com next too lowbrow says this podcast is everything I've been looking for. I love nostalgia TV shows, but don't want to have to watch them all over again. And your podcast <laughs> is like two hilarious friends filming me on the things I kind of sort of remember happening anyway. P.S. Get Jim involved. Um, well, I mean, I yeah, we are two friends. If you find us hilarious, then great. I think Jesse's hilarious. Yeah. And... I flew across the country to visit this guy last summer. This is true. I don't do we, that for just anyone. <laughs> we've, we've multiple. We've we've done this multiple times. Fly to see each other. That's that's pretty. There's not me. I don't even really do that for my dad when he's down in Florida. Like you'll you'll be back in like four months, right? Yeah, I'll wait. Uh, and also, Jim is going to join us for the finale episode for Trust Doesn't Rust. Uh, I'm so we, that the, he's committed. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get him in here. We're gonna get him into the booth. Finally, no he's gonna like this show though. <laughs> I you know I don't know man because he's he's again that kind of like has memories of all this and he mm-hmm. likes kitschy kind of goofy right, shit right. so he might we'll hate it it's gonna be a banger <laughs> episode if he's gonna like yeah. any and he's gonna like that one uh finally Shockabri says love the Night Rider experiment I un- unironically tried to watch the pilot on Netflix a few months back I didn't get very far into it though I was a big fan as a kid in the eighties. This is one of those podcasts you don't need to watch a show to get the full effect, much like your Killjoy podcast. Uh, peace and F Putin. Uh, yeah. 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 Fuck Putin. Slava Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, the thing is, is like, yeah, I will say that the pilot episode is kind of unrepresentative of the, as the show of, as a whole. It's, I agree. N- it's a little bit yeah, plotting I, and serious. I would maybe jump to uh, the first non-pilot episode. 
and just start watching it because it's it's a really episodic show, which I as a viewer I like episodic stuff. I don't want to have to follow a season long arc, honestly. <laughs> Dude, like I'm telling just, you, like, it's got its time and place just to show that, like, you can just kind of drop in, check out, yeah. like, oh, you're two seasons in and your buddy says it's the best thing ever. I'm just going to watch a random episode, see yeah. how it grabs me. There's uh-huh. a lot of charm to it. Yeah, that's like, I kind of fell off of the Venture Brothers because they went from episodic to more arc-driven. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, okay, you're taking yourself a little too seriously now. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want those uh, season-spanning arcs in your Metalocalypse or your your Venture yeah. Brothers, and also the four years in between seasons. <laughs> that's that's rough too, because especially with the deep. My God, the deep. How are you supposed to keep all that in your head? Remember, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're a true fan, you would. Is uh, history just lore for reality? Noodle oh, on wow. that. That's how I treat it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's, there's a reason I'm equally as happy as listening to like a World War II podcast as I am reading about Warhammer shit. Um, yeah, like it's all just right. it's just my brain's just like it's all delicious fact. <laughs> uh, okay, that's going to close up our feedback for this week. If you would like to send us more feedback, Nightwriter at BaldMove.com. Uh, Jesse, tell the people where they can find you, what you're doing, what what's happening on the internet in, in JMK's sh- world. I've been streaming a lot. Oh, you remembered my stage name there at the end. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I've been streaming a lot at blue underscore J underscore streams. If you, I usually stream between the hours of 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific or even later. So kind of late night stuff. If you if you swing by and get in the chat, I will talk to you. <laughs> That's a Jay McKay guarantee. That's a promise. Uh, and I'm, I've, I've, I've dropped by a couple of your streams. I'm going to try to do that more often too. If you're, especially if you're yeah. going to get the uh, watching, watching Night Rider stuff going again. But I guess we're going to be wrapping it up, up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, we what? only have like the pilot from from the the real world timeline. We're we uh, as of this week, we are about to record the pilot episode. No, I mean the finale episode. The trust doesn't rust one. Uh, so Night Rider season finale episode, not the finale of Why Is Mister Feeny a Car? Yes, yes. So we're um we're going to, and also we got a lot of plans. I think for the interim before we start another season um of uh, Mister Feeny a Car and some some uh, ideas for a season two. So check that out when we talk about it on the finale episode. Night <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rider at BallMove.com. Uh, we will see you next week for another exciting episode of Knight Rider. Until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Jay McCain. Later. Later.